0: And welcome to Frightful Foes of the Skeleton Squadron, a ramjack grudge match.
1: Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. We are in the thick of the October Halloween season.
0: Ooh. Spooky. Mm -hmm. Scary
1: monsters. We are watching all the Disney Halloween episodes over here at my house. Oh, Vera is on the Halloween Muppet Babies, which is actually a really good Muppet Babies. Nice. She's memorized the songs and sings them with me and does the sound effects. One of them makes her a little scared, and she has to cover her eyes even though she's watched it a billion times. Oh. I, the kids, amazing. But but now we found Doc McStuffins Halloween episodes and other uh, cartoons. It's we're celebrating it right is all I'm saying. Nice. Halloween nonstop. Nice. As you should, guys. This is Alex. The guy over there is Brad. Welcome to Ramjack.
0: Hello, citizens. Hello. Alex is throwing things. It's very violent. I'm
1: trying not to. only thing I have is this little bell.
0: Oh, what is it? A tiny little bell.
1: It's a it's a little Salvation Army bell. Don't know why or how we have this, but it showed up at my house. Okay. Is it haunted? It's dis- ringing its summon a Salvation Army man. Ooh. I don't know. I guess we'll figure out as the. Uh, Podcast goes on. I'm sure he's going to want some money. Definitely. Given of my own free will or by force. He's going to force you to give
0: some money and then he's going to discriminate against uh, gay people. Huh. no
1: oh. Well, he can't have my money.
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: I know later in this episode, we're going to be covering a spooky episode of MacGyver. Ooh, scary MacGyver. Season four, episode one. Mm-hmm. Who starts their season with a Halloween episode? I mean,
0: well, we're in MacGyver back like mid-season?
1: Yeah, I don't... It's weird. That is strange. I want answers to that. Mm-hmm. I don't have them presently. I didn't research it because mm-hmm. the MacGyver episode left so many questions about the show MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of questions about Terry Hatcher. Yeah. So look forward to that in a moment, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, definitely. Brad, I have... Um, Some pretty spooky news, some random stuff that's been happening out there in the world. But I, like everyone else, want to hear your firsthand experience with a certain film that just released. Oh. Because you're living that regal life.
0: Living that regal life. I saw Joker. Uh, A lot of people- Are you okay? Oh, I'm- Be on it. I mean, I was very scared going in. I know the okay. military, for some reason, had warned me that uh, this movie might cause people to murder people, and every uh, news station in the country seemed very excited about that possibility for some reason.
1: Bated breath, oh, I, drooling at the prospects, just oh, like ready this... with all their uh, news vans, just patrolling yeah. the city, waiting.
0: Real, real dumb. Um, no. Yeah, super it's dumb. A movie, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. Like, I... The outrage machine about the fucking Joker movie. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like people, I don't. I, I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what the fucking world is that we're living in. No, no. Just stop. Just stop. It's a good movie. It's a fine movie. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing.
1: So fun ride.
0: Definitely a fun ride.
1: Does he deserve an Oscar?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't Should- know that. I mean, he was great. Yeah, maybe. Um, he should be in the running. Sure. I, I can't. What else has come out this year that's Oscar worthy?
1: Has anyone has any other fictional character won two Oscars is another question. Or with the Joker, Heath Ledger, Batman's nemesis. Keith
0: Ledger only won, uh, was only even nominated for an Oscar because he died. It wasn't Whoa. that good. Whoa. It wasn't that good.
1: Whoa, Brad. Coming like, in movie, hot on this Halloween is, episode. That movie's fine.
0: There's nothing wrong with that movie. But like, uh, Aaron Eckhart is so much better than Heath Ledger in that movie. So, True. I never understood what the fuck people were talking about. Like, he was a fine, Heath Ledger was a fine Joker. I. But uh, like, Two Face was much more interesting and just a better character in that movie.
1: I mean, these are all things that we know in retrospect. Again, I would still stand by my rating of DC movies. The last time we spoke of it, Shazam. <laughs> Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and then the rest—who knows where they fall.
0: Mm-hmm. The Joker's good though. It's 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 an actual movie, so which is nice. Um, it's first of all everything people have said online, and you know I do try my damnedest to avoid uh, people reviewing or being movie critics on the internet because I think it's the most unbearable thing on the planet. Uh, but it was kind of hard to avoid with Joker, and I don't know what the fuck most of these people are talking about. Like I have, like uh, there was all this talk about, oh, it's 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 a movie about about incels, and I'm like, no, no, it's not, and not in any way, shape, or form. Like you have to work to make that happen. You have to really work me, to make that happen.
1: Are you telling me that the Joker wasn't really sad and upset because he deserved sex and no one would give it to him?
0: No. That
1: was oh, not, well, then he's definitely not, that an was insult. literally
0: in no way, shape or form in the film at
1: all. Huh? Well then I guess he's not an insult at all then. Cause that's a core tenet of being an insult, right? Yeah. Huh?
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Well that's, <laughs> I mean, cause the Joker character in the comics isn't an insult either. I mean, is yeah. there ever a version? I mean, I know there, I know there's the new Joker that laughs, which is a big deal in the DC stuff. But that's, like, a different thing. I, I don't think he's an incel either. He's, like, a weirdo.
0: I, I don't know. I, I really feel like this was largely predicated on the fact that last time there was a... Well, not last time, but the time before last, that there was Joker in a movie, um, like, a guy shot people, so...
1: Which, I've gotten some more details about that. That guy, because the news said, at least the first take was he was dressed up as the joker and was going to kill people mm-hmm. the dude had his hair dyed red and apparently he just had his hair dyed red and someone said he's dre- he's dressed like a clown he's he's dressed as the joker yeah and he wasn't even really related to the batman movie he just was going an opening weekend and knew that was the hot movie and just went in there yeah. it, like because he wanted to hurt people yeah supposedly i mean
0: well no that's uh, yeah it's that's the same exactly as, like it's as, like the pulse shootings people are like oh this guy was targeting gay people but in fact the guy didn't even know it was a gay club. He was just going to a place where there were a nightclub to hurt a lot of people um, because he was upset about like I want to say it was like the uh, like U.S. Syrian relations or something. Like I like these. I don't I don't know what the fuck people are doing anymore. Like people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and this shit just keeps going around in circles on the internet. And I fuck off. Like fuck off.
1: I have listened to and seen and read reviews that are similar to what you're saying. Essentially, fuck off. This is a fun, fine movie.
0: Yeah, it's a a good movie. I mean, like, it's leaning real heavy on, like, Taxi Driver and, like, that sort of, like, 70s, like, gritty thing with the Joker, which, I mean, if every movie is going to be a comic book movie from here on out, I'm I'm glad we're branching out. No, oh, def- like, def-
1: definitely. Like
0: if this is if this is the world we're going to be in where every movie is a comic book movie. Fine. This is this is what we need to be doing cuz this is it's a really good movie. And the best part of the movie is that Thomas Wayne is pretty much the villain. Oh well, yeah. Like it's that's great. Like Thomas Wayne has is a, a piece very... of shit. And <laughs> I'm glad
1: he's dead. See Bruce has a very um I guess distorted memory of it Because to him I mean he's um, His memory of his parents are They were great They were awesome And he didn't really know them as assholes Or forgot about it maybe Because of the tragedy that happened with them mm-hmm. But it doesn't surprise me that yeah. Daddy Wayne was an asshole yeah. and a jerk yeah. and is he surely a billionaire like well and it's just like rubbing it in the face like of gotham he's like
0: a fucking neoliberal monster like he's the oh. worst because it's like the whole movie is like there's like garbage strikes and like the crimes out of control and they've cut all kinds of like funding for uh for the poor in gotham and it, like the town is just going to hell Like, it's a real awful, like, bleak 70s, late late 70s, early 80s world. And, uh, like, Thomas Wayne is running for mayor, and, uh, but it's on this neoliberal bullshit of, like, oh, well, we just need we need to clean things up, and you need somebody you can trust, and, like, without actually offering to do anything, and, uh, there's uh, all this uh, upri- uh, uprising going on, and uh, people are protesting and uh, complaining about the rich. And Thomas Wayne is uh, basically like, "Fuck, fuck these people." So, yeah, he's a monster. It, like, like the politics of the movie are solid.
1: That's pretty awesome. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. it when it streams.
0: Like, and uh, um. the other thing I see like people saying on the internet is that like it's making the Joker. Um, who's a violent you know uh, sociopath into a hero and it doesn't like he is unwittingly somehow like becomes like kind of loosely a figurehead uh, after he kills a bunch of rich assholes on a subway and uh, then Thomas Wayne like is an asshole so I like really and then but nobody knows who the fuck what's going on like it has nothing to do with him like no no it's a, it's a good movie it's a good movie fun fun ride walking phoenix is really fucking good though like like it's a it's a solid performance
1: i never realized how awkward walking phoenix was as a person just in general but he is a solid actor uh, and i that is one of the i just really want to see his portrayal of well, i just want to see him
0: you, yeah you just need to part. see like his, the physicality of it all like his weird like The things he like. Brad is trying to mimic it, I think, right now in the video. It's 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 a little. (laughs) It's so squirming and uncomfortable and weird. It's yeah, it's really great. He I.
1: Yeah, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to seeing it.
0: It's a goodie. It's a goodie.
1: Brad, I saw a movie recently.
0: What?
1: That I would say is interesting. Oh. I don't know what possessed me to watch this. I watched it once, maybe twice in my life. Um. Around, I guess, when we got out of, we're in high school or like right when we graduated. Um, and I was doing just some fun illustration work, and I needed something to have on for noise. Essentially, everyone was asleep. I thought, Well, you know what? Maybe I'll put on something that's a little festive. It's it's October after all. Let's see what uh, what movies are on that I could uh, watch. Oh, I you know I guess I could watch Scream again. Oh. So I watched Scream, the original Scream.
0: I, I actually have to watch that this week uh, because I haven't seen the Scream movies at all. Um, really? Yeah, and I'm going to be recording uh, commentary with Matt and Claire for Scream 2 um, this weekend. So
1: Interesting. Well, then I don't know what to say other than... Well, maybe I won't say anything because I don't want to color your, your watching of it. I mean, Granted, it's more than 10 years old. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nearly I'm 20 sure. years. I will, say, I will say this... When I was a kid, I had very little experience with horror movies. And now that I'm an adult, I watch it and I'm like, eh. <laughs> it's, it's fun, but not very good, is what I will say. Okay. All right. Watching it back, I it was just, I don't know. The 90s were a weird time, man. Is I'll leave it at that. Because again, you having not seen it and you're about to watch them, I don't want to I'm interested. Okay, next episode, we'll talk more about. We will talk more about. Well, not next uh,
0: time. Travel time travel. uh, Next up, maybe or possibly the episode after next, because
1: we got a debate coming up, friends. Truth, an episode in the future, in this October, early November. Who's to know what happens in the timeline? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You're gonna hear me and Brian talk about Scream.
0: Get ready. If you have Scream thoughts, send them in. You can be part of the conversation.
1: We could make that the title. That like, we could make that the thing we talk about if we wanted. It. It's Halloween themed. Sure. Well, you say sure now. Watch it oh, first. Boy.
0: Oh boy. Thanks. I found this it's mask thunder. in an old shop. I had never seen anything like it. What are you doing? It's, it's strange. And he, he looks crazy. I had to put it on. I saw. When I put it on, I saw. I saw through the eyes. Oh, I, saw I, saw, I saw things. It, it made me powerful. <laughs> <laughs> powerful, like. With knife, like right? a <laughs> ninja!
1: Well, since my my screen talk has been delayed, Brad, I want to hear about your monster sighting because you said you had a good monster. Oh boy! Um, Everyone, gather around. Gather, gather around, around the friends. podcasting audio device and just get ready we're, for a chilling tale from Brad.
0: We're staying in the scary scare zone. Ooh, um, scare zone. Sunday Eve, uh, me and Dan going to Horror Nights as usual. Uh, we're there. We get there, you know, pretty solidly early. Um, Because we're like, okay, we're going to try to get in, like, pretty close to open, like, and hopefully get some stuff taken care of. Because the previous Sunday had been real busy and it didn't work out great for us. So we're, we we even like, uh, we go around to the side, go through the side entrance, because there's going to be less of a crowd there.
1: Nice.
0: Some other, some other people had the same thought around the same time. So, I mean, there was still a little bit of a line, but we were, we were pretty, pretty, pretty close to the front.
1: That's something only a local would know. So I mean, this is privileged yeah, knowledge. Yeah.
0: Nice. I, I give full
1: professionals.
0: I, I give full credit to Dan on that thought because I it had not occurred to me. We're there. We're waiting. You know, waiting for the gates to open. And you know, it, like those lines, they get a little crazy, especially when we're waiting for it to open because everybody's kind of in a clump, and like it's you it's you it's it's kind of hard to even tell where like the actual um like the the ticket turnstiles are. Uh, just because, like, there's just so many people, like, clumped up together, and it's- it's, the lines- they don't form well. But it's fine. Everyone's gonna get in. It's not a big deal. This woman behind me starts working her way to be in front of me, and- Huh. What what she's done to prepare for this, I'm relatively sure, is I'm pretty sure she took her elbow and like ran it through a pencil sharpener to get a real nice point on that elbow, just to get those bones nice and sharpened, so she can just sort of jab at me, and uh, force her way in front of me. And like I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like we're well, we're all in a line here, and obviously Dan, I'm I'm with I'm here with Dan. Dan's in front. I am behind Dan, and now this person is working their way, and I'm like, and for a while I'm trying to fight it, I'm just like kind of holding my ground, um, but eventually I'm like, okay, this is insane, because I'm, I have bruises now, uh, because this person is elbowing their way in front of me.
1: Did you say anything to this individual? No, because I was like, what the fuck,
0: I was, I was concerned at, I thought I was gonna have a showdown, because, uh, you get this shit a lot where, like, one person worms their way in front of you in a line, um, but then you find out they have five friends with them, and they're just going to oh. call all their friends up to join them. And if that had happened, I was going to fucking call her out. Because I'm like, you've elbowed me, like, 20 times to work your way in, in front of me. You clearly weren't in front of me, because why would my friend <laughs> be way up there?
1: I If anyone tries to do something physical like that with me, my first reaction is not, like stand my ground it is literally calling them out like nothing i can't not it's so to me if oh. it's that awkward i have to make it awkward for that other person yeah. just so they realize that i'm uncomfortable and you got to do it loud I mean, and you got to yeah. do it proud you'd be like excuse me ma'am are you okay but i understand you're in a crowd you're the trying thing, to not the make thing is
0: dance the in front of you i guess like the lines weren't very clearly formed and that's how she was getting away with it because it was more clump That than ambiguity. Line. Yeah.
1: It was a clump and not a but proper line. But, like, clearly,
0: line. clearly we were approaching a line. We were clearly approaching a line, and you were clearly working your way in front of me. Uh, and I am, like, no joke, jabbing me with this elbow. Like, I was like, fuck. Thi-. So eventually I just gave up, and I was like, fuck it. Like, go ahead. If any of your friends show up, though, I will be uh, joining Dan. And yeah. getting in front of all you motherfuckers, cause fuck y'all. This happened like wait at a house, like, um, I think a couple of weeks ago too, where like just like a giant group of people just decided to all walk in front of us. Like there was like there was no line that, like just pretending that a line didn't exist. It was really wow. wild. Yeah. They were assholes. And there was like eight of them, I think. It was insane. Um So I just let this person go because I'm like, I know I don't want to fucking like we're still like we're right here. You're right here. So close to the front of the line. What the hell does being in front of one more person matter? So did
1: you and Dan find each other? Because in my mind, this could go, Dan, you lose Dan.
0: So, um, you know, I, I see Dan goes up. He scans his ticket. They scan his fingerprint. He goes into the park. Um, this person, um, they hands her, they, she hands him their ticket and they say, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You've accidentally bought a California ticket. That won't work here. You're going to have to go back to guest services. That's right, motherfucker. Get all the way back to fucking guest services. Oh, you're not getting in for another 20, 30 minutes easy now. Yes, justice is served. Fuck you, monster. I wear the bruises with pride now, I got to see you taken down like the monster you are, dumbass. Did she you're snarl to like you're gonna fucking try to elbow your way to the front of the line, and you can't even buy the right fucking ticket, dumbass? Mm.
1: How can you even buy a California ticket in a Florida place?
0: Well, you, you buy like it that on- seems crazy. You buy it online and you go to Universal Hollywood uh, instead of UniversalOrlando.com, I guess.
1: What a dummy. <laughs> So good, so good. Elbow monster definitely needs to come into the March mm-hmm. bracket because I don't, I don't like, I cannot stand. No, it's fucking bullshit. I'm a line breaker, and I have elbows like knives ready yeah. to
0: like move what's,
1: people out of my way. Your, what's
0: the point? Like, you're gonna get there. Uh, you're gonna get
1: there. You're there is no She's also one person. Like, yeah. why? Like, being behind you is fine. Yeah. Why are people not like, I mean, we have a system. That's why we do lines. I don't know what this clump thing is. Like, that's weird, but I understand. I get it. Like,
0: you would have gotten in
1: 40 seconds later.
0: It would have made no difference. If even, like, I can't. It was so stupid, but I'm so glad. Like, because I just imagine her going back because she's got to go to the back. She's got to go all the way to guest services. And then she's got to get in the fucking line. Oh, and those lines are going to be long at that point.
1: Oh, not for her friend. Her elbows are sharp. She sharpened them for yeah, this very she, night. Uh,
0: listen, she's gonna have all, a lot. Of, she doesn't. By the time she starts elbowing people, like it doesn't matter. Like she's not gonna be able.
1: She's not gonna be getting anywhere close to the front of that line anytime soon. I would say that of all the people she could have elbowed, your reaction was the one that is not common. Just letting her do it and be like, "All right, go ahead. If you really want it that much, like that shows a restraint and control that I don't think." at least from the news headlines, many people in Florida have the ability to do. Like, that's not going to go well in other lines with other people.
0: I mean, I again, I, I, well, first, I have, to, I, I have to call you out on your uh, um, reverencing Florida man bullshit uh, because, again, the reason there's so many headlines about crazy shit in Florida is because we have weird uh, legal practices in Florida where all um, arrests are made public. So like nothing like most places like there's it's harder to get the information, which is why there's so many kooky Florida stories is because everything is basically published online.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I I was just making an allusion to the uh, Yeah Dude segment this week in Florida.
0: Right, which is I didn't based on that.
1: <laughs> that's that's the beginning and end of where I was going with that. Phrase. I mean, there's like, cra- for there's crazy fools in Florida,
0: but I there's do I do everywhere. need to make it known that uh, yeah, man, look, Um, I get it. Florida has weird uh, practices about publishing all police reports, and it's kind of uh, bullshit. But uh, yeah, I. You know, I this... But you and Dan
1: were able to have a wonderful evening after this. Anyway. Yeah,
0: it was a good one. It nice, was a good one. Nice. We, yeah, we knocked out a bunch of houses. Did Ghostbusters. Did Yeti. Um, did. Uh, uh, did we do. No, we didn't do Us. Uh, we did the Graveyard Games. And uh, something else. Maybe it was Us. I don't know. It all runs together at this point all runs together. Oh, we saw the, there's a new, um, Stranger Things sort of game? You can play? It's in one of the, um, gift shops. And, uh, hmm. basically you, uh, go up and there's, like, a screen, and it's, it's sort of like, a um, it's motion activated. And there's, like, the walkie-talkie there, and Elk comes up and is like, hey, you, we need you to help, uh, uh, use your powers to defeat the Demogorgon. <laughs> and so we walk up and this guy's doing it and we, and it's basically like you just like you know you throw your hands out like you're like you're 11 you know attacking the thing and uh, you know depending on the force you use that's what uh, um, hurts it so um, but you're doing it for like a, I, it's looked like a couple of minutes because we just watched this one guy do it and then they, <laughs> at the end like it blows up and you know i like wow. uh, yeah i'm sure like like i'm sure if you're a kid that's like into stranger things that's awesome but uh, after we watched this guy because like clearly this guy felt like an idiot just standing there throwing his hands around and like his friends watching him and we're watching it and so he finished and like there's like an attendant person standing there i'm um, just like so do you want to go next and me and dan were like yeah we're good we get it it's it's fine <laughs> it's fine we uh, we just wanted to see what was going on well it's neat it's a thing to do
1: yeah i brad mm-hmm. do you want to make money on the side like a side hustle more than whatever side hustle you've got going on right now
0: i mean i am morally against side hustles because that basically uh is code for uh, you're not getting paid enough and uh, uh you're being forced to uh do more labor than necessary but sure yeah
1: the phrase side hustle and how it's Ugh. used with a gleam in some people's eyes is not different than, well, um, and oftentimes it's the uh, very exploitative uh, pyramid scheme that people are hoping to do. Their, we're just naming it side hustle for some other random reason. Yeah. Um, it's bullshit. I agree with you. It's, However, also, it's
0: also used by other people. Like, oh, yeah, you know, a lot of people, they got a lot of side hustles these days. No, they don't. They're just not making enough money from their jobs. They're doing so everything they can they're yeah. trying to survive because we live in a shitty capitalist world uh, where people aren't paid properly so but I don't offer more money yeah,
1: yeah more money's good CNBC has a column called Make It and they're reporting on a very a, a potential a potentially lucrative side hustle or hobby which you can't really conflate those two I don't think but fair enough oh. Brad I think we've talked about this on the show maybe in passing, but I have some some figures here in this uh, report that paint a, a bleak picture. Do you know what coin roll hunting is? What? Coin roll hunting. No. It's a hobby slash side hustle. What you do is you go to a bank, you plop down some cash. Hey, I want uh, $50 in pennies, please. Rolled. Okay. The uh, bank attendant goes and gets some money, brings you out your $50 uh, dollars worth of rolled It's a coinage. Hundred,
0: hundred rolls of pennies.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, you've brought in whatever type of instrument you want to use to get it to your car, because oh, that's going to be really it's heavy. heavy. It's um, like two I
0: boxes it. full of pennies, I think.
1: The... the The woman that they mention in this story, uh, her name is Megan Green. No relation that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, She actually got $25 worth of pennies, but 50 to me was the number. I I just want to make sure it's realistic. 25, I could probably get out of there by myself. 50 though, I'm gonna need some help, I think. That's a lot of, that's waste. that's a lot. You go home, over the next week, however long it takes, you unroll every roll, And by penny by penny, get your magnifying glass out and you examine each one to see if you've struck it big with a rare coin. Uh, What? It's a hobby. I... You could be watching your shows with your magnifying glass, laughing at whatever's going on, and then you... Okay, all right. Let me just for a second. uh, Let me look. Okay. This one looks like just a normal penny. Let me see another of the hundreds of I have to go through in this pile.
0: What? I could strike it big. First of all, how much is how much are we even is a is a rare penny worth?
1: Good question, friend. Now we laugh a lot on Ram and I don't know if we're making fun of people so much as we're calling things out. To use a phrase we used earlier on this show, um, Megan found a, a penny that was double struck, very lightly double struck. The word "liberty" you could tell, and in "God We Trust," um, even well. Mostly, the whole thing, as far as lettering, was double struck. From 1969, it was an S doubled die penny. After it was appraised, twenty-four thousand dollars.
0: All right. What, how how? Like, how long
1: but, did she hunt for this?
0: Yeah. What are the odds? I don't know. If that's, like what? Like how many of these are in know. circulation? Like I
1: don't know if that's important.
0: <laughs> like this is, I.
1: Um, she searched for the next few weeks through these uh, pennies. So it took her weeks to painstakingly weeks. go through all of these also, before uh, she uh, found one. She also struck it big. Like, it's very rare that you would find something like this yeah. and then sell it.
0: And then she spent weeks with her hands smelling like uh, uh, copper coins. Well, that's
1: the thing they don't tell. Yeah. All you're going to smell is like fucking pennies. Ugh. In good, In better condition, it could have gone for $75,000. Um, and one person found a, a, a penny in this coin roll hunting game and sold it for
0: $126,500. So so two people have found rare coins.
1: Friend. Like, how many rare are- coins are out there? I, I mean, I, I mean, I... I think the coins are the way they're really expensive. Yeah, I... But you got nothing. You're not losing money. You're just losing time. Valuable time of your existence on your short fleeting life. On a rock ball flying through the universe. I I mean. I look through coins. It's my hobby. You got to do something It's better than Candy Crush. (sighs) It's better than, you know, going outside for a walk or spending time with people I love. Or a real hobby. An actual hobby. And
0: so in the end, what you're going to do is you're going to take these pennies you're gonna roll them or put them in a machine um, take them back to your bank um, and then you're gonna get more pennies and you're gonna be getting the same pennies again because guess what like nobody had nobody uses change anymore and like change is it's not circulating that far <laughs> so you're just gonna be looking at the same pennies e- like every other week you're gonna get yeah. you're gonna get 24 dollars worth of pennies uh, you're gonna take them home. Uh, you're going to find nothing. Your hands are going to smell like pennies. Then you're going to roll them up, take them to the bank, get some more pennies. Um, the next week you're getting those first pennies back again. Cause the, the pennies aren't circulating that much.
1: <laughs> so you got to switch your game up a lot. You got to go from bank to bank. You've got to go to banks where you're pretty sure there's no other hunters out there. You've got to, you've got to really know your territory. This is awful. This is awful here's some tips for ramjack listeners who want to do this don't but first tip don't do it right second tip search for silver and night before 1965 uh dimes quarters half dollars and dollars were all made of mostly silver it's easy to spot these because the rims of them don't have that copper color or nickel color they look like silver these silver coins friend can go for um some money definitely more than their face value
0: dimes they are out there half dollars you're go you're gonna go to the bank and get a bunch of dot how much are you gonna get how much money's worth of die gonna- I- this is this is insane this is stupid this is useless this is no this is no good at all I, I- if-, if you're looking for like a low-key hobby like this jigsaw puzzles much more rewarding
1: but doesn't jigsaw puzzles don't give me money brad neither does this well okay let me show let me give you a little bit more another tactic go with half dollars
0: where will you get half dollars how much money are you like how much money do you have in free flow that you can get a, a stack of half dollars
1: Brad, listen to Larry, who is a form, who is a former coin roll hunter, by the way. That's what he's labeled himself and has also um, requested that we, we don't use his last name. Uh, Larry's got secrets, but this is what Larry has to say. Pennies and nickels may be more fun to search through because you're more likely to find something good in every box. But if you want to make a little bit more profit, go with the halves. That's coin hunting's coin hunter speak. Uh, depending on uh, current sil- silver prices, a pre 1965 half dollar, which is 90% silver, is worth about six bucks. You paid 50 cents for it, you get six dollars for it profit. Mm-hmm. Some can be worth up to 250. That's a higher profit than most of the pennies you're getting. What Turning a you- penny into like two dollars is, I guess, something. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what you could spend
0: $6 on. Uh, maybe uh, maybe a real fancy uh, Starbucks drink? True. Spend $6 on that. Um because a value meal at some fast food chains um $6. Hmm. $6. Six
1: bucks. That's- another pro tip start start at home friend because you are right <laughs> your bank may already be mined by another hunter. But the money in your house that you might have been collecting in a jar, no one's got that. And you you've kept it out of circulation.
0: I mm, 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 no. No. This is this is awful. This is truly truly awful. No one do this. If any if anyone's listening and does this, I you've I, you're you're a monster. You're a monster. Uh, take that money and I go take all these coins, take them to a fucking coin star. Uh get a get a cash out. Donate that money to Bernie Sanders, or do something decent with that money.
1: The last last pro tip I will give you is be nice to bank tellers. And I'm just going to read this, so buckle up. Depending on where you go, some banks are generally happy to order boxes of coins on request for you, a crazed hunter of rare coins. Though not all are required to do this. Larry... Secrets. Larry recommends getting to know the bank tellers and bringing them an occasional box of donuts or a pizza if you a make pizza. a particular big, or if you make a particularly big score. I just won six dollars. Donuts are on me, guys. Give me another box. Big money. Remember.
0: I, let me just say, um, as a person that works for a bank, if someone went to one of our branches and like brought like a box of donuts or a pizza. In order to get change, like they would, they would call, and we would all be making fun of that person.
1: <laughs> Remember, Larry says, you are creating more work for these individuals by getting, get, forcing them to give you rolls and rolls of coins. And if they want to, they can cut you off at any time without warning. It's true. S- some banks won't want to give you coins for all the obvious reasons. In which case, you're better off seeking a different bank, rather than trying to talk those individuals of that bank into just giving you coins. Yeah, yeah. Guys, don't be a coin hunter. Yeah, this don't. Is this worst. is
0: so lame. This is this is so much lamer than, like, those assholes that you buy a metal detector and walk around like, trying to find treasure or whatever the fuck they think they're gonna find. Like, at least then you're walking around and, you know, getting some exercise and you know, coming across maybe like a, a weird story. Like, oh yeah, I found this weird thing. It's Gonna, I just imagine an interesting story to it. At least there's that. You're still lame as fuck. Um, but you're not sorting through change. It's so gross. Change is filthy. Like I, who who wants to use any form of like physical currency anymore? No, cards all the way.
1: Brad, agreed. I have. am I'm, I'm gonna switch uh, reports here for obvious reasons. However. This next one's a doozy, and I think I've shared this with you and Jonathan earlier this week, but I still need you to help me understand what's going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Brad, Owen Dennis Riley is a 17-year-old, and he's never been in a relationship. He's never had a girlfriend at 17. However, he has a cult following, a rather large following, of a half a million subscribers. That's 500,000 on YouTube. Monetized videos, making making good money by pretending to be a boyfriend. On YouTube for you. It's so weird. So many videos for whatever's going on. Is is it Valentine's Day? Let me just bring up my fake boyfriend Owen and Owen is there and he talks to the screen as if he's your boyfriend and I guess you can roleplay that he's your boyfriend and you can um, take some comfort in that I guess or I'm not sure what you get out of this but Dennis also goes the extra mile by not only incorporating rating what's called a boyfriend roleplay video situation, but he also brings his ASMR part into this. So um, I, he tries to give you, quote, brain tingles with his ASMR boyfriend roleplay videos, Brad. Thoughts? <sighs> Concerns? <laughs>
0: what? I, I, we should, like People should be more upset about this than the Joker movie. because what do you mean because this there's something wrong with society like this is this is this is morally wrong and questionable that we're in a world where people are having youtube asmr boyfriend i no what no no no
1: brad Mm -hmm. he throws out some money numbers and this is interesting first off his family's uber Christians, so fuck this guy already. Ugh. But his family's been very supportive. They thought it was cool that he could make money uh, from whispering into a microphone and get so many subscribers and help people, you know, with whatever this helps them with. For every 1,000 views, I make $3, he says, without a hint of braggadociousness. The views on his uh, role playing videos range from 155,000 to 2 million. You can do the math, he says. Thousand three dollars. He's definitely doing better at this than someone who's coin hunting, mm-hmm. as far as like time investment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, obviously, the comments on these videos range from enamored to super creeped out, so wait, which wait. makes sense. Sorry, I wasn't following the numbers. So was it was it what three dollars per thousand views? Every thousand views, he makes three dollars. So if a video gets at the low end, one hundred and fifty-five thousand views. Okay versus 2 million views How many? wait ooh, 2 million views he's making money off those 2 million Jeez view videos fuck
0: how, and how many those, videos is he putting out a week
1: that's a good question that I don't have specifically just at the top I will say this he got there was some controversy um, because uh, either he recently did something called jealous boyfriend video where he took it from more of a you know, loving, caring boyfriend to I'm going to do a jealous role play uh, boyfriend video. And a lot of people were like, "Uh, I don't know about this. You're jealous now? Ugh. Which apparently caught this world of fake boyfriend videos on YouTube by storm. <sighs> Brad, you're going to hate this. It shows his audio setup. Well, first off, it shows his there's a picture. And this is reported by The New York Times of his mother. Looking in on him through uh, a doorway into this kid's studio, his studio is nice. We got all the, all the walls have soundproofing foam, and he has really good lighting. He also has the most expensive of the Yeti. My, this kid, this kid's got a nice setup. He's doing good.
0: Well, he's, he's making $6,000 off a fucking video pretending to be a boyfriend. So he better he better have a nice setup.
1: Any kind of boyfriend you want, he's here to give it to you. Um, yeah, you were correct. I, I would say that this is much more alarming about our, yeah. and says more about our society than the Joker movie. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah we, things, things we should be upset about. Um, we, these coin hunter people, uh, this dude uh, may, being an ASMR boyfriend... And Ellen DeGeneres uh, being allowed to have a talk show after palling around with her best buddy, uh, war criminal George W. Bush.
1: I-, I wish we had the time and the energy to parody ASMR videos, but from the concept of like being podcast hosts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, not being podcast hosts that also roll in ASMR, though I think at the end of one of our previous episodes where we start doing uh, the nighttime phone chat thing. Yes with Yoda that kind of started to get toward there mm-hmm. but it would be funny if we made videos of like hey you know this is this is ramjack and we're bringing you these videos we are podcast like we pretend to role play to be something that we are already but in a different vein like just do the show like the entire show the, the whole the ASMR, ASMR. Of, yeah yeah like hello welcome to ramjack this is alex um
0: this this is a very special episode of course it only unlocks at the $6000 tier on patreon <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you know what that bell means. One, I was able to use it for the first time in a recording. And second, you got a nice sound coming for you. That's just me, uh, I guess what would i be doing I, I don't want to describe this because i don't want to actually do this but anyway it would be look oh. if you have if you give us six thousand oh. dollars we would e- gladly do this for, for you.
0: six thousand dollars yes absolutely
1: look a lot of a lot of the great like musicians will re-record new versions like remasters of mm-hmm. their music mm-hmm. for a small fee yeah. we will remaster any episode of ramjack for six thousand dollars in an ASMR format, you just have absolutely. to pony up. Absolutely, we will. Any episode, <laughs> any of the episodes. If if Jonathan does an episode, would we we would have to bring him on board? Six thousand bucks. We're not
0: cutting Jonathan in on six thousand dollars. <laughs> we'll just do an ASMR Jonathan impersonation.
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's whispers, we could do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. we have the audio. Yeah. Maybe that would work. Yeah. Any other guests like Too Tall, Mike Miller? Oh yeah, well yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, okay. uh, we'll imperson- we'll, our, we'll
0: impersonate Mike Miller. No. We'll
1: do, we'll do our best to impersonate guests on the we, show, but we'll we're, recreate we're not, it to the best we're not of our ability. Anyone
0: in though? Like, listen, three thousand dollars a piece is already, we're already halving it. Uh, we're not cutting that anymore. We need those dollars. Mysterium's not going to buy itself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brad, speaking of games. Mm-hmm. Should we play the new role-playing game that Wendy's dropped the other day on the show at some point? Because a lot of these podcasts are getting into this role-playing sitch. We've mentioned it before. I I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked at the Wendy's game. Oh, dude, you gotta get on. It's called Feast of Legends. It's a, it's a straight up... You can download the PDF. They have like a whole website dedicated to the dice rolls. You can oh, order wow. Wendy's on the website. Yeah, it gets real, man. The <laughs> amount of effort they put into this and we're allowed to do this for free is crazy because it is a fully like it is like all right someone spent time this had to be like a year this had to be a year of a team's time in wendy's to make this it's pretty funny but you have to be someone who plays dungeons and dragons or at least understands it or has listened to one of those podcasts Mm -hmm. To get the humor that they sprinkle throughout this giant marketing piece. Because you can actually play the game, but make no mistake, this is supposed to push burgers. (laughs) Wow. And it makes no bones about that. Still a fun game, I hear. Okay. All right. All right. Definitely playable. It's all themed around a a mythical world, uh, a fantasy, and fast food.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the more unique mechanics to the game is if you're actually eating Wendy's food... You get uh, perks in the game, oh. extra die rolls, extra stat points. And if you're eating other food from other places, you actually get uh, debuffs.
0: Ooh. Now, can are you allowed to teach any classes in this game?
1: Well, that's the thing, Brad. And that's why I'm like, should we? Uh, that's the reason I question mm. it because I don't see this giving me the outlet I need yeah. is there uh, no to curriculum? reach the kids. Yeah, I don't think I... It's, 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 I'm so stuck in the... like. Okay, okay, like, is it fantasy? Cool. Am I Am I stewarding a young group of minds to be the best they can be for Mm-mm. the future of some perilous uh, uh, event that's about to befall the planet? If not, I don't know if it's worth yeah, our time. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what to think about that would you settle I mean I don't know if I would even settle because I know you were about to ask this to like what if it was a similar like approximate I'm a manager of a team of Wendy's employees Mm -hmm. that then have to go out and save the day from the Ronald McDonald's of the world Grimace you know has to be a bad guy if you're making a Wendy's RPG uh, obviously the king from uh, Burger King Mm -hmm. is going to be someone you have your sights on Question
0: Where does the Wendy's game fall on Hamburglar? Oh,
1: I he's a thief, and he must be stopped. But
0: I he but he steals McDonald's burgers, so is he in the employ oh, of Wendy's? Whose side is Hamburglar on? Does he burgle all hamburgers?
1: Hmm. He's like a chaotic.
0: In which case which, in which case is he on the side of the
1: colonel? See, I don't think the colonel makes an appearance in this. But it only shows you like one continent.
0: Oh! Surely
1: he exists on another one. When, once they obviously expand this game for right. free, once this makes them all the money from their hamburgers, which are already making a lot of money, mm-hmm. they'll bring out another companion yeah. Yeah.
0: book. I, I want to see. I want to see what happens when they go up against Little Caesar. Oh snap! I and mean, his legions. On- his hot and ready legions. <laughs>
1: Wendy's, if you're listening and want to pay us for a year of our time. Uh, yeah. I mean, pff, throw out a number. Brad and I will write the second mm-hmm. book to this. Do we have role-playing experience? Kind of. We played role. You played Chrono Trigger on the Super yes, Nintendo, right? Absolutely. You got enough? I've listened to uh, role-playing podcasts. I've talked about it and read at least part of this Feast of Legends book for fun.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And I have taken a, a small group of children and uh, helped raise them uh, in a fantasy world. And we're doing okay against the fascist bullshit emperor that just suddenly enmatched themselves. So I think we are overly qualified. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Let us write the sequel. For money. Please, Um, please. Um, my God, the full moon. We've talked about this a little bit on other episodes as far as like the concept behind this, but it doesn't make it any less worrying. But I mean, it's Halloween month, so I guess this is just what we're at. Let's just embrace this descent. Brad, have you? there's an app called Kosar. Um, It's for millennials, and what basically it does is it daily and routinely throughout the day uses what is called a mystical algorithm to take an old-school approach to the Zodiac and send you uh, hourly, um, three times a daily, uh, horoscope stuff. Why? Because it helps with your life. Does it? You need to know what's going to happen tonight. Do I? Well. Does it? You're a Scorpio, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What if CoStar had sent you something very vague, Mm -hmm. kind of warning you about something...
0: Mm -hmm. You went
1: to Horror Nights, had uh, knife elbows stabbing you. I mean, wouldn't you have wanted a heads up on that? Would it have changed anything? No. (laughs) But you're not listening, Brad. This is a mystical algorithm, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. taking an old school approach, which by very definition, an algorithm is not an old school approach. Nor is it mystical. How do you make an algorithm mystical? It's an old school mystical algorithm. Excuse me? Huh? The Verge d- did an expose on this, and it's very... I-, I would say it's respectful to these people, but definitely a little tongue-in-cheek. let not respect them. Oh. Um, every every kiss begins with K. Mm-hmm. Every kiss does begin with K. Mm-hmm. The, C- the-, the CEO of this company, who's doing well, by the way, they have 800,000 followers on Instagram, and their app is doing great. Um, oh, God, one of these... CoStar is free to download, but you have to pay $3 to enter in your birthday information for you to actually start getting stuff. Ugh, fuck off. So you can download the app for free and kind of get a sample, but if you want the tailoredness, you have to pay 3 bucks.
0: Oh, fuck you. No.
1: It has 5 million registered accounts.
0: Like, they, like, I, ugh.
1: I mean, this starts getting into, like, the YouTube model. $3 for every 1,000 oh, <laughs> views. this. $3 per people, and you have 5 million people on your app. Fuck these tech grifters. Fuck there's you. A, there's another one called Sanctuary that's similar, that is a $20 subscription month to month. Ugh. 20 bucks a 20 month bucks for, for your horoscope? For nonsense. For, yeah, like, for nonsense. But this like, is on why the we, hour have, nonsense. we
0: have to kill all the fucking uh, tech assholes. We, Silicon Valley <laughs> needs to be
1: raised to the ground. I think this is happening in New York, but yes, similar vibe. It yeah. doesn't matter. The people who did this... Jesus. Um, I... Another
0: app that, like, fucking needs to die. Have you seen these fucking ads? I'm seeing them a lot on Pluto TV lately. This, like, hmm. earn an app. It's basically for, like, low-wage workers and it's basically a payday loan but, like, day oh, of... It's like day of payday loans, and it's like... We're taking payday loan places to the app world? Yeah,
1: yeah. We got to stop that. Now.
0: No, and the ads Apple are all just like, hey, man, I, wor- I worked a shift today, but why do I have to wait two weeks to get paid? And it's like you can get like a little teaser mini payday loan through an app.
1: No, nothing good can come of
0: no, this. No, no it's like oh cool and like i looked on the website and i like it seems real sketchy to me because it's all saying that there's no fees and i'm like what this doesn't what are we doing i don't understand and it's like you can i think it's like max 150 dollars um and it's 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 like and it work they work with the fucking companies that's the fucking thing like that throws me off. It's like they're tied in with all hmm. these, like you know, the fast food and like your WalMarts and you know your your giant uh, low wage companies.
1: That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That candy e- I can't even.
0: No, I and I like I haven't done deep dives into trying to figure out what the hell's going on there, but like here's the answer: nothing good. Oh damn.
1: I can't, Brad. I want to give you two more things from this really quick, and we have to move on just because. I'm in a mood now between the payday loan stuff you just told me in mm-hmm. this. Like it's, and I got to get to something that's going to be a little more light hiding. Before we get to MacGyver, which is definitely yeah, was the yeah. questions, but definitely fun. First off, CoStar raised $5.2 million in seed funding before they started. Mm-hmm. And they've been able to turn a profit. Someone gave them $5 million for this. A bunch of people. Here's a quote from the CEO. We live in this moment where all the startups... Can look the same, feel the same, kind of talk to people like they're toddlers. Everything's cartoon and curvy edges, but that's not real.
0: Your app is horoscopes.
1: <laughs> Please take a seat, honey. This isn't real either. I hate to be the person that bears you know, the all these news.
0: apps. They're cartoons and they're curvy. Ah. Garbage, boo, yucky. What we need is to take money from people and give them nonsense fortune cookies. Sans the cookie, of course. (laughs) You know my favorite part of going to a Chinese restaurant? It's uh, paying the bill and getting the fortune from the cookie. Get rid of all the food part. And the uh, um, is spending times with uh, friends or acquaintances um, in the conversation. I just like the munt part where I give away money and get a, a fortune.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's a crazy world. Could,
0: could you add a part to the app where somebody gives me the wrong drink order, <laughs> and I have to ask them to to uh, fix it? Because for some reason they gave me a root beer. I mean, that would be asked, something that for would be, a diet coke. I oh, yeah. why do I have root beer?
1: This is weird.
0: Why, why do you, you have root beer? Who's eating Chinese food and root beer? I love lo mein and root beer. Mmm, love that vanilla taste with my lo mein. Love shrimp and lo. Love shrimp lo mein and vanilla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brad, I'm not going to go into this piece the Atlantic put out because I just want you to tell me. Because this article doesn't tell us much of anything, or I can summarize it in a few sentences, but just the headline. What can fan fiction teach that classrooms don't?
0: I, this is the second time today I thought I was having a stroke. Um,
1: oh, friend. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What can fan... Fi- no. Fan fiction can teach nothing. Fuck fan fiction. Ooh. Fan fiction... Supposedly teaches something that classrooms can't. Does classrooms it? Classrooms teach you does it? Classrooms teach you grammar and spelling at the very, ba- in elementary, like but like when you're older and you are going, let's say you're trying to take writing classes in college mm-hmm. what what are they going to teach you in those little textbooks and that little box of a room that you can't learn on fanfiction.net? Because that's what the article's title is like telling me it's asking me what you can learn from fan fiction that you can't in the classroom. And Brad, I'm not a writer. You are. you tell me.
0: First of all, I the presumption that I, there's so, why do you presu- what could you I, I don't know what can you learn from fan fiction? I'll start there. What are you learning from fan fiction? Ah, like ah, how, to, how to write shit? um how to oh. uh, uh steal other people's ideas and uh because you're too lazy to create something yourself no, no, i don't no, know no. Brad, um, how to work remixed. within a how to work
1: within a framework that already kind of sucks look they borrow these ideas they 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 are stewards of these concepts if you will and then they um make them something new you know
0: all of our greatest it's writers like- have been stewards <laughs> That's what, when I think of all the great literature ever written, I think, ah, these fine stewards. Yeah, yeah, right? It's my favorite thing about literature, stewardship. <laughs> it's an oft-neglected part of literature, the stewardship.
1: So one of the things that they, they bring out um, is that fan fiction, especially online, because the nature of it is a community of people enjoy what you're reading or don't and they give you that feedback the feedback is a lot i would say wider scope like there's just a lot of different feedback but this one says um it also teaches that's something that schools rarely do what it's like to write for a real audience Brad, did for, uh mm,
0: first of all first of all there's not a lot of great writing experiences you're gonna have in a classroom either Um, But what you are going to get, that you will also get from this fanfiction world, is uh, shitty opinions from idiots. (laughs) You can get plenty of that in the classroom. Trust. All kinds of stupid, useless opinions.
1: You can just get, I guess, maybe a lot more of them in a fanfiction environment. Probably. Faster? Probably. The last thing I have for you, obviously, I... Um, I don't know how to how to say it. this is terrifying news, but fascinating from a scientific standpoint. Brad, you know how spiders have been found high up in, at high altitudes, mm-hmm. cruising around. They got their little spider silk. They've released about like maybe a foot or more of their silk as a line, and we thought that they were able to use that to catch like wind or upcurrents and drafts that climb to the top of trees and that's how they would travel because every spider apparently has the ability to fly if it can just get high enough we didn't look close enough to really see what was going on until recently that isn't what's happening spiders have found a way to l- use earth's electromagnetic field to fly with their spider silk it's not the wind the reason they shoot their little web out is to help to harness, uh, negative ions, and it is that static electric charge that propels them up into the air. Wind can help, like, carry them, but that is literally what makes them fly electromagnetic, like, force. Huh? They can detect it. They can detect the amount of charge it's built into them, around them, be like, okay, uh, okay, yeah, uh... All right, let me shoot my web here, and I need to be about this long, and all right, here we go. I am suddenly a magnet against the earth, and I am flying, my tiny creature, to go and conquer the world. And that's what we discovered. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take them. I mean, we just learned about this, but we don't have this technology. It took us forever as humans to, to even begin to make balloons to fly in, let alone planes. They do it just by shooting a little thing up and static... Charge flying up into the heavens. Does this not concern you? Does this not worry you?
0: No, no. Why why? not? Not the least. I
1: no. They have harnessed the power of magnetism for themselves, and that's how they fly. They haven't used it for evil yet, that I'm aware of and spiders by and large are pretty great creatures in the fact of what they do the way you talk
0: about this uh, it sounds like they've just started doing this in the last five (laughs) minutes like oh god guess what the spiders just figured out (laughs) these motherfuckers are are riding magnetism now all this time all this time they've just been happily making webs they've given that shit up they're off of it now no more fucking webs now they're just flying with magnets what how to react now I, we won't have spider webs anymore. Now, now, when you're walking by a tree at, late at night, you won't get something in your face. What what kind of world is this when you won't get fucking
1: creepy spider webs in your face?
0: This is terrible. Well, you, just,
1: you could still get, I guess the question there is, you could get a spider web anywhere. They command the skies. They have for millions of years. Guess
0: like, what, friend? I'm not going to be in the sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not
0: my concern. Take it up with the birds. <laughs>
1: Birds need, a good thing they eat insects, but do birds even realize what's going on? Like I don't, do they feel cheated? Like I have to have hollow bones, brittle, hollow bones. I have to fly around with these wings, eat a lot of food, like a poor hummingbird. It's going like, its wings are just flapping so hard. And it's got to eat sugar all the time just to fly. And it looks over and a spider's like, what's up, then magnets? Then a
0: grip Ooh! of uh, spider eating birds that are like, oh, awesome. True. They came to me. This is great. This is like going to a Chinese buffet only without the paying or the (laughs) shitty fortune. (laughs) Or getting a root beer when you ordered a Diet Coke. This is great. (laughs) Just got my food right here. The app, it's the the opposite of that stupid app.
1: (laughs) In all truth, it was just something that I thought was actually pretty cool and interesting that spiders, and that we just discovered this. Mm -hmm. Why did we spend time? I mean, I'm glad we spent time to figure this out because it's neat. And that's about it. I mean, I just love that we've learned this about spiders. Mm-hmm. And that they're doing it. Like power to them, you know? I, maybe we can take a lesson from the spiders. They have, they've mastered this, again, millions of years. And what do they do with it?
0: Fly around. Not with, much. They fly around in the sky. Yeah.
1: Mm. They fly around in the sky. They make their homes and web. Beautiful little, like, um, meditations. Like, I, I'd like to imagine a spider just innately, Like, I'm going to make my little web. and I'm going to wait. And I'm going to feed on The massive amount of insects that fly around the planet. And if I don't, I mean, a lot of crazy shit could happen for the ecosystem. Like, I play my part. But I'm not going to use it for evil. I'm just doing my thing. Spiders, you know, they're pretty alright. Hmm. Spiders that have the ability to fly. Non-flying spiders? Fuck off. Ugh. Trash. Why aren't you flying? Did you lose the ability? Did you forget to learn? Like, are these, like... Is there a rivalry between flying spiders versus non-flying spiders? Do wolf spiders just look up in the sky and it's like, God damn it. Ugh. I don't remember how. I don't remember how to do this. So It was lost during the spider wars. But now there's a whole different class. Like, I don't know. I don't know the spider politics. I wish I did. I, I wish I knew their history now because they're a little bit more interesting now that they've harnessed the power of the planet's electromagnetic field. Then remember, I'm
2: Jack. Place hide.
1: So not only is Vera all in on Halloween TV shows, she's all in on Halloween cereal. <laughs> so I got uh, Count Chocula, which she loves, uh, but she also likes the Tiger cereal, which is basically the Frosted Flakes Halloween cereal, which is chocolate Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. It's a Count Chocula competitor.
0: Oh, Scandals. but it's actually,
1: it's good. Not to say Count Chocula isn't, I like Count Chocula, but I'd have to say from a flavor profile, it's actually better than Count Chocula. Whoa! She prefers it. She's like, I want the Tiger Halloween cereal. Like, we ate that all already, honey, I'm sorry. What? Oof. Chocula's fine.
0: <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. Friends, it's that super spooky time of the season when we discuss MacGyver! <laughs> theme song
1: oh yeah definitely um i'm going to have a minute to summarize this episode of macgyver if i go horrendously under i'm a chump if i go over i've forgotten well it's hard to forget because i don't know if i don't know that much about macgyver outside of this episode and a few other i honestly do not know that much which is going to also make the summary entertaining um if i get 55 to a minute just right It's going to be a a spooky victory, but Minute on the die—that that is a true Halloween Braveheart in these October times. Brad, do you believe in me? Always. Always, friend. Always. I believe in you, too. That was a test. Um, All right, give me just one second. Sure.
0: Collect your thoughts about what happened in this episode, what people were doing, what they were wearing. Um, (laughs) Like, when did Terry Hatcher learn to act? Um, because it definitely happened at some point. I mean, not 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 at this time, but. Uh,
1: oh no, no! I mean, maybe she cut her teeth on this show because she was on this show for a while. I think. She, yeah,
0: she had a, she was recurring. She had a few few episodes.
1: She learned it all in MacGyver. I don't know who she learned it from, but that's another question for after the summary. I'm just gonna try to wing it. Let's do this, I guess. I. Know. Sorry,
0: friend, and you'll be going in three, two, one,
1: go. So MacGyver, I'm not really sure what he is, but he is not a professional, using his own words. Uh, professional law enforcement. Uh, him and a, uh, a grade school friend, Penny Parker, go to a a place that Penny has inherited from like a, a kooky relative who turns out to be crazy. And when they go to the house, everyone's telling Penny about how her uh, relative was super crazy and that her house is haunted. So they go there and a lot of weird stuff happens. I don't know if I don't think there's a hider in the house situation ish, but it's kind of uh, uh, there's some people creeping out and there's like a weird basement thing going on. It turns out that the uh, sheriff slash mayor of the town, I don't remember which, uh, was having an affair with Penny's relative and they were going to have a child out of wedlock and she wouldn't have the abortion. Um, so he killed her and blamed it on a very simple minded man who was in love with a relative. They solve it, and that's the app. One minute. Thank you. Nice work. nice work. Nice work. It was scary. I didn't get any of the stuff in about MacGyver MacGyver, but I think the professional part was enough. Non professional was enough.
0: Um, Alex, as we all know, um, secret agent Angus MacGyver. His name is Angus. Yeah, Angus MacGyver. He's a secret agent. He works as a troubleshooter for the for the uh, uh, Phoenix Foundation in Los Angeles, and as an agent for uh, for, a U- for a United States government agency, the Department of External Services. Educated a- as a scientist in physics at Western Tech, he served in the U.S. Army Special Forces as a bomb team technician slash EOD during the Vietnam War. Resourceful and possessing an encyclopedic knowledge of the physical sciences, he solves complex problems by making things out of ordinary objects, along with his ever-present Swiss Army knife, duct tape, and occasional matches. He favors nonviolent resolutions and prefers not to handle a gun due to a gun death of one of his friends when he was 12. Wow,
1: that's the most interesting thing you said. Yeah, yeah. The tagline for season four, at least, that's on the box art, Mm -hmm. MacGyver, he acts fast and thinks faster. Oh. So I didn't watch MacGyver when I was a kid. I knew of MacGyver and knew his thing, but I never saw an episode as a child.
0: I definitely saw some random apps, because I feel it was pretty heavy on rotation on USA. Like, I feel like USA was... USA was pretty much like MacGyver, American Gladiators, and Coach. uh, And Major Dad. That was the lineup (laughs) of the USA Network for, I feel like, at least eight years of my childhood.
1: Now, I do remember the opening to MacGyver, but I guess I just didn't stick with it. Yeah. There was something... This kind of relates to my Scream commentary, which is the last thing I say about Scream until our next time we talk about it, is that... There is a certain type of nostalgia or charm that a lot of things that were made in the 80s has that certain things made in the 90s just doesn't have. And I don't know if that's a generational thing, like just because it was around our like young childhood or it's just because the 80s was so interesting as a decade. But that was one of the things about Scream; it lacked any of the nostalgia. So I was like, "Oh, okay." I had to judge it on what it was bringing to the table. Or MacGyver is fun, and but it has that veneer of '88, which is when this episode aired. That I'm like, "All right," it automatically enhances it for me as an experience because the fashions are crazy. I don't know. I, I I feel like the '90s are particularly charmless. I feel that's one of the aesthetics Agreed. of the '90s is they're charmless. So there were, there were cartoons I remember watching in the 90s that I liked as a kid, but there were no like live act, like there, nothing has that kind of feel to me as an adult as much as the 80s does. Mm-hmm. Or like, So again, I guess let me phrase it this way, never watched MacGyver as a kid, mm-hmm. Watch this episode enamored by it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Another lie, I, like when I was a child, I watched a lot of shows on Nickelodeon. Are you afraid of the dark? Was one I've talked about on the show before. It's creepy. Have a nostalgic feel for it. Watch it, still kind of like it. But if I watched an adjacent '90s show, like late '90s show, I would not have that same like. It doesn't have the same draw.
0: Are you I don't know saying? If I'm sense are you that. saying that you don't think you would be charmed by an episode of Two Guys, a Girl in a
1: Pizza Place right now? I don't. I don't think I would. No, I don't think so. Well, we tried to watch something similar to that, right? It wasn't Friends. There was some other episode in the '90s of some show, and oh, it yeah. didn't have the same appeal. Yeah,
0: that's wasn't something like what, this. Jonathan bring a, a show that we watched an episode of. That was yeah. like it was not Will and Grace.
1: But it was. Yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe that's because that's a sitcom versus MacGyver. But I mean, we watched it's, sitcoms from the yeah. 80s. But I'm thinking I mean, like
0: what were like the dramas of like the. Well the only thing I can think of like drama ER. is O oh, E R yeah. Mm-mm. Fuck ER. I you don't
1: know. show was taking that? itself
0: seriously, but it wasn't quite there yet.
1: Um Any of the police procedurals? No. Yeah. Get out of here. No.
0: I, I was about to say the only thing I could think of watching that was quasi serious would be like Star Trek in the nineties. And that's still that's still got Star Trek tar. Oh, that still holds up for sure. Yeah. But I'm like I don't I don't remember like like shows in the nineties, like mid to late nineties, I'm like I don't know, it's probably like NYPD Blue. Like, I never watched
1: that Eh. shit. Well, that's... so. I'm trying... I don't know what I'm really trying... This was something that as I was driving today and I was thinking about MacGyver in the show tonight, I was like, there's something about the 90s like that. Like, again, Star Trek, I saw it, loved it, still love it, 90s. But if there was a show from the 90s that I didn't watch, it's just not an appealing era to me. Where MacGyver didn't watch it, watched this, captivated. Didn't watch a lot of Murder, She Wrote as a kid sorry i just pulled i just
0: googled like 90s tv dramas and oh yeah let me I'm let sure me just it's... say two things that jump out immediately x files
1: oh you know all about that Ugh. you're an expert
0: and the west wing fuck <sighs> that shit fuck it to hell nypd blue party of five chicago hope buffy the vampire slayer there's a good one uh the sopranos never watched it never gonna watch it seventh heaven law and order the practice i like the practice at least later when it got kooky uh touched by an angel (laughs) charmed my so-called life xena warrior princess there's another one um homicide life on the streets sisters sisters i i have i have fond memories of sisters that was a good show look maybe i don't know what i'm talking no, about no 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 i think a you're a feeling mostly, i had but this, this morning was early 90s like i think what we're really talking about is that mid to late 90s when everything was garbage um again early 90s quantum leap but
1: yeah i'm, very, I'm looking there
0: uh, go. Uh, oz never gonna watch that show felicity no uh dr quinn medicine woman there we go
1: now that's a that's a classic that's
0: show classic um uh, no no Nash Bridges. Pass. I'm just like, ugh.
1: Hard pass.
0: Ugh. Jag. Ugh.
1: The definition of a show we will never watch for this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When we get to uh, a thousand episodes, maybe we'll have to watch Jag. Maybe it'll appeal to us by the time we get to a thousand episodes. Uh, I don't know. Again,
0: a show that I am fascinated by and i have only watched one episode of, The Pretender. <laughs> it's a ah, to yeah. show about a guy that pretends to have other jobs. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the best premise ever. <gasps>
1: oh, well, that's a side hustle for sure. Oh uh, yeah, so that's so I. Yeah, I knew I knew almost nothing about MacGyver other than he was super savvy and constantly got out of uh, I would say intense situations by using his, as you said, encyclopedic knowledge of the sciences. Particularly physics, maybe chemistry. I don't know who the hell Penny Parker is. I was actually surprised. Um, I cannot think of her name at the moment. The actress who plays Penny Parker, Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. There isn't much to say about MacGyver. It's uh,
0: this is a weird episode of MacGyver too, and it feel, it feels like an episode of Baywatch Nights. In fact, it feels like an episode of Baywatch Nights that we saw. <laughs>
1: There's like a limited cast. Yeah. Like, I messaged you because at the beginning, like, it's Halloween because this was released on October 31st, 1988, and there's some kid riding his bike down the street to the town that they're going to, to claim Penny Parker's inheritance, who has on, like, a Native American outfit, but then has, like, a superhero cape on, and it was just a weird, like, I was like, what are these kids dressing up? Like, who made this costume? Like, who put, who, what, who in wardrobe put this on this kid? It's very bizarre. It's it's weird. Also,
0: like it's weird that we're again remind friends. This is and it's available on Daily Motion. It's available on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can watch this episode. It's season four, episode one, season premiere, friends, season premiere, and we're starting off with so weird with this. And I don't know. Terry Hatcher is awful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's not the only person who's off.
0: No, he's.
1: MacGyver's MacGyver's not good and, in this. isn't uh, winning any awards.
0: Like, I, I was like, I feel like Hasselhoff's an improvement.
1: Oh, Hasselhoff, yeah. Him and Angie Harmon's chemistry is totally better than these yeah. two. Yeah. Um, because it's. Because MacGyver's doing
0: this whole thing. Now you know ghosts aren't real. I repeat after me, ghosts aren't real. And I'm like,
1: I, the, what's going on? The best the best part was the very beginning when they're driving and they're giving us all the exposition mm-hmm. which is great because again I don't know who the fuck Penny Parker yeah. is. Like I thought is Terry Hadley like is this like a one off for her? Like who is like she was on this show? She's only had like 8 but episodes they, I think. When she first mentions that people think the house is haunted, his reaction is we talked oh. about this. Like he looks at her and he's like no hold up, we talked about this. So before they even went on the trip, there's been some sort of like Uh, tension between not only will they won't they which i guess kind of happens in this though it seems more like it's just she and he are very awkward Mm -hmm. um they've talked about ghosts a lot and he gets really mad when someone mentions ghosts which you know yeah i get kind of because yeah ghosts are bullshit but at the same time macgyver chill mate
0: also like the details of this inheritance are kooky because it's it's what it's it's she inherits it on. It's like the first relative to
1: I, I, what is she supposed to be on
0: her thirtieth birthday or something?
1: I guess, yeah. Like, dude, I honestly do not know the details. Like, it's so, it's weird they, it's, though. it's, like, it's, it's... stated
0: it so weird. It's like, oh yeah, this was my this was my aunt's house. Um, uh, she died. She died in the fifties. Um, and in the will, it's left to the next the next uh, related. Uh, re- a female relative, um, to be given to them on their thirtieth birthday or something, uh, something elaborately weird. Like the house has sat untouched for thirty years.
1: Because their aunt died, uh, an untimely death.
0: No one knew. No one knows. They assumed assumed dead.
1: So yeah, she's inherited it, and MacGyver is being forced, I guess, to go with Penny. Yeah. It's his lifelong friend, and she's a little weird, but he does not want to be here. There's nothing about the way this actor portrays this character that he wants to come and do this at all. I don't know why he's doing this. I mean, maybe because it's Terry Hatcher? I guess. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. He's does, super attracted Ma- to does her. Does MacGyver
0: fuck? Cause I, I don't know I, like, if he does. I mean, I know MacGyver's cool, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> This, I, 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 watching this episode, I do not get the impression that MacGyver fucks. I don't think
1: MacGyver's cool in this episode, mate. I I
0: don't know. I don't think he's cool in this episode at all, but I do know MacGyver is cool. I accept, I will accept the premise being MacGyver's cool, but in this episode, I don't think so.
1: His outfit, Mm. like his red shirt with his like windbreaker pants and his white tennis shoes and his, his hair, his mullet. Getting out of that Jeep at the beginning? I'm like, dude. Yeah. Are you okay? It's not
0: good. And Terry Hatcher's got Pentecostal hair throughout.
1: Yeah, and Pentecostal wardrobe. Like her Ooh. first thing is super strange. It's not good. It's not good at all. I love that they go to the place to like claim it, like the inheritance. And they try to peek in the window, and the woman there just wears a monster mask and then opens the blinds and looks at it like, hey! Oh, I thought you were <laughs> trick-or-treaters. <laughs> in broad daylight? Like uh, do trick-or-treaters go to stores? In like, at, at two in the afternoon? Yeah. or I guess like the
0: police... His... No, I guess it's the police station. Um, So what, trick-or-treaters are coming to the police station? Uh, uh, all right, cool.
1: It's a weird town, man. You can't judge there. If you're new and you're just drifting in to get your inheritance house, you gotta ease into it. You just gotta accept some of these things. Yeah, yes. We found out that the aunt was super crazy. Like, crazy.
0: Mm-hmm yeah
1: we go to the house it's like a giant it's pretty big it's impressive it's got oh, stone oh, lions i, in front I of do it.
0: love when she's asking the woman at the police station it's like oh you mean crazy you mean like she was really popular and fun no i mean she was loony oh cool oh okay everyone at knew, one point- everyone knew it <laughs> hey like calm down Yeah, when she went missing, it's the only unsolved murder in this town, and and every year uh, the sheriff gets hell for it at election time. People are still like, "Hey, you haven't solved that murder yet, sheriff! Fucking loser! Thirty years, you haven't you haven't solved it yet. What's going on (laughs) with that? Got any hot leads, sheriff, on that crazy woman that died that we all talk shit about?"
1: No, everyone, listen. I know that we've come here for the debate. Have you solved the case yet? Sheriff,
0: answer the question.
1: And I know that we ask that question every time. Gonna solve Can that case please? anytime soon,
0: Sheriff? Gonna solve it?
1: I again I haven't solved it. There's no new breaks in the case. I wish people would stop asking me. Hey
0: Sheriff, that. can't you can't you solve that crazy lady? In my-
1: <laughs> <laughs> See in my mind it's become a ritual where someone is lucky enough to be the person to ask that year. And it's like a kid at this point. Like it's like a big special moment. Like little Timmy. It's his first time asking the oh, question. All right, <laughs> election. Little, Timmy, little
0: Timmy, and we'll give the microphone to little Timmy. Go ahead, Timmy.
1: Oh, little Timmy is an honor student, and uh, he was one of five people who wrote an essay about why he should ask the question. And uh, Timmy, the mic is yours. I mean, that's how it should be done, right? Definitely. Make kids compete to ask a question to a murderer.
0: Sheriff, have you solved the murder of the crazy woman from 30 years ago that we all talk shit about? Oh. Good job, <laughs> Good job. Well, I want to thank little Timmy for his question. We we really appreciate his hard work and his and his academic achievements. That's that's the future of this town. Everybody, give, me, give me, let's give him another hand. Let's give him another hand. Oh. Um, to answer your question, no, no, I haven't solved it. <laughs> I haven't solved it. I, I, listen, ask me next year. What? Ask me next year, everybody. Okay. Yay!
1: I thought it'd be different this year. I thought for sure there was a break.
0: There was a local podcast forming about the murder. <laughs>
1: so terry hatcher's character penny mm-hmm. has a very like childlike quality to her yeah that's upsetting
0: it really is like i mean i, I am i crazy like terry hatcher can act right
1: I, uh, i mean she's gotten a lot better since this yeah I don't know whether she said lessons or maybe it was direction. Maybe I, she's acting. But at the same time, the, I'm like,
0: did we have this exact same conversation during when we talked about Lois and Clark?
1: <laughs> maybe she can act. Like, what know. if Terry
0: Hatcher is is secretly not good at acting?
1: We need to watch the episode of Seinfeld she's on. We need to watch um, what is it? Desperate Housewives. I, I remember we need to watching watch the, the first season. episode of that. We
0: watching the first season of Desperate Housewives, and I was, and that's why I think like, oh yeah, Terry Hatcher is okay. She's she can act.
1: We got to get to the bottom. next episode is not Scream. The next episode is the Halloween episode of uh, Desperate Housewives, whichever one that is. And we're going to learn whether Terry Hatcher can act. It'll be the month of learning whether she can act. Guys,
0: if anyone knows the answer, can Terry Hatcher act? uh, Please let us know. I think this may be another revelation, like when I found out Halle Berry actually wasn't a great actress. Fine. She's fine. She's in one of the greatest movies of all time, Kidnap. uh, But... I, but all, but way, way overrated, way overrated as an actress. Terry, feel
1: free to just chime in yourself. Is, Harry, is Halle calling. Berry uh,
0: a better actress than Terry Hatcher? I would say at this point, all absolutely, she would have to be, absolutely. I think Halle Berry's <laughs> serviceable, but is she a good actress? Mm,
2: out
0: there. And Terry Hatcher is very questionable whether she's a good actress. <laughs> Not a great actor. I mean, is she a good actress? I don't
1: know. Got a lot of questions. I would like to see Terry Terry Hatchett's ta- Terry's uh, Catwoman. I'd like to see how she what she could bring to that role. Mm. I just want to. I want to see them compete. Now that you set it up as like who's better and well, who's Halle better, would just play the exact I, same There's part. No
0: way, Halle Berry. Halle
1: Berry that. would blow this away. First no. off, she would elevate this entire show. She would make MacGyver be present in all again, of the scenes. Again,
0: oh, you're overrating Halle Berry. Uh, This has to be stopped. We need to put Halle Berry in her rightful place as a perfectly serviceable actress, (laughs) but not a great actress. True, I think Terry Hatcher may be a bad actress. (laughs) She might be. (laughs) You're now suspecting. It's gone from serviceable serviceable to bad. (laughs) She might. Like, listen, if Halle Berry is perfectly serviceable and fine in most things, but not great, I think there's a huge chance that harry terry hatcher is in fact a bad actress and not even serviceable
1: <laughs> so there's a there's a scene in this where they go to her house which is a
0: huge amazing mansion by the way yeah, and her first thought sweet. on rolling up is oh, it's creepy what fool you just you just inherited a castle
1: yeah this is this is a pretty sweet pad yeah. like it's huge the architecture is what is this what is it called? Not colonial. Well, some, God, this is like a castle. Yeah. Like the front. So the weird part about this is for some reason they had it in the budget or they worked around. There being a freak rainstorm in the middle of this, like what's happening. Because they're exploring the house. MacGyver goes out to get the groceries. And Terry's like, or Penny is walking around the house. And then suddenly MacGyver in the back of his jeep is like oh no it's about to rain and we get an elaborate rainstorm I guess to make things more eerie Mm -hmm. but the rain I guess the wind or the rain pushes the chair to the front door that they had propped open out and then it slams and Terry's in there and she sees this and just kind of stares at the door until MacGyver's banging on the door just let me in why is the door propped open with the chair
0: do they not know how locking mechanisms on doors work what are these automatically locking doors?
1: I have no idea. It's super weird.
0: Never had a door I had to prop open with a chair.
1: Weirdest thing, dude. The calendar in uh, Aunt's room
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the desk, the little tear off calendar. October 31st. <gasps> 30 years ago today, or 20 or 15. I don't remember how long ago it was.
0: It was 30. It
1: was 30. Jerry's snooping as you would. You just inherited the house. No one has been in here. It's like someone's life. That's, that's the creepiest thing. Just a, a frozen
0: moment in time. This woman disappeared and nothing's been touched in this room.
1: They find her diary. They find her really oversized clothing.
0: Terry Hatcher immediate, immediately joined this town and talking shit. It's like, oh, I guess she could have used a diet. I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, later we find out. Oh, and Terry Hatcher really makes a point. Of, she wasn't overweight. She was pregnant. Jeez, like, <laughs> fuck Terry Hatcher. Like... Why are you being so awful?
1: It's pretty weird. I was so
0: worried that my aunt was overweight in the 50s. Luckily, she was just pregnant and crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they're chatting. Something freaks Terry out and they have to go outside to check on something. Oh,
0: because uh, there is a straight up Tower of Terror lightning storm. Um And that lightning animation looks exactly like the Tower of Terror uh, video. And it strikes the gazebo and fucking just blows it up. Like a gazebo was ready to explode.
1: <laughs> I also forgot um, that at this time, right before the gazebo explodes, and that is a really fun special effect, that MacGyver made a very weird cake. Yeah. to Terry Hatch- uh, to Penny's liking that's like banana and a whole bunch of other stuff it's, and it's not good it's chocolate like, mint
0: and banana
1: and she's like how did you remember that was my favorite and he's like no one else has that flavor combination it is like etched in my mind of something that you uniquely like among other things
0: and the weirdness of it is it's it's chocolate mint icing with banana, so it's it's a chocolate mint icing, but then there are just like big like slices of banana all around the top of the cake.
1: MacGyver, a genius at physics, horrible at baking. Oh,
0: the cake. he's a trash monster of cake making.
1: Even the layout of the candles on the cake is uh, an affront yeah. to anyone who wants order, no, and or yeah. uh, anyone who's concerned about fire safety. He, but he's his one track mind, I'm assuming. He's really, I mean, as you, as you said earlier, I don't think MacGyver fucks that often. Mm-hmm. This might be his first, last, only best chance with this woman that he's maybe pined after since he was a child. I guess MacGyver's who he is. But he made this cake for her to celebrate. They go, like, they're, they're, she, he lights all the candles up. She tries to blow them out. The most awkward part of this episode for me is when she's trying to blow them out. And she isn't finishing them in one blow, and he goes, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck are you?" <sighs> and she blows again to blow out. And when she's done, his hum breaks. So it's like a few seconds of, mm-hmm. yeah, you did it. Yeah, it's and it's weird. It's, how she works up to like move close and maybe kiss him for the first time is beyond me. Also, she finds her aunt's diary and she brings yeah. it to MacGyver's
0: like, look at this diary. It's it's so weird. It's got my name on it. And it's like, well, it the, <laughs> the the like the journal like it's got like a little title etched on it that says "A Penny for Your Thoughts." It's just a cutesy little thing. It's not your name. <sighs> Your name just happens no, to MacGyver. be Penny, but this is a known phrase. This is not a thing. Oh, no,
1: MacGyver. No, it's, I it's real. I have never heard that phrase.
0: I Listen, I pay, it's pay real. $3 a month to an app to give me my future, and the future app said I would get a message on a book. So, unless you're saying that um, I've been spending $36 a year for nonsense, um, then... <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about. All right, guy with a mullet. <laughs> you can't make a cake, right?
1: Would you ever just run out to see a destroyed gazebo in a freak rainstorm when it's raining this hard?
0: I mean, I, I, I guess you'd go out to make sure it wasn't, like, on fire. You can ascertain that I, from yeah, the I porch. I think so, too. <laughs> um,
1: it's not that far. That's
0: very true. Um, but while they're checking out the gazebo, Terry Hatcher turns around and sees a person in the window of the house. She. Hider. Absolutely hide her in a house situation. She screams and falls over to find a skull just <laughs> laying on the ground. Now, I, I'm guessing seemingly this was uncovered by the gaze- gazebo explosion.
1: No. Um. <laughs> no one went to the property. No one's even looked into it. We know why later, but yeah, just a shallow grave. Yeah.
0: They just built a gazebo on top of the corpse. Real, Real Jessica Jones move.
1: MacGyver's getting into this, because it's the next day. The, the sheriff is coming over. He's checking things out. MacGyver is, like, handling this skull. He's looking at the teeth. Like, wow, check out these teeth. <laughs> let me just look, this, could, this. Let me break the jaw and, like, really look into it. The
0: sheriff's like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, they say a lot of this shit's uh, buried on uh, old Indian uh, burial grounds. Uh, well, I guess we finally found an old Indian. Oh, that's cool.
1: Do Indians have, like metal teeth? Oh,
0: guess not. Weird. Cool. Well, hey, uh, I'm gonna have to call somebody in to check that out. So, uh, well, why don't uh, just don't touch it? All right, I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah, all- don't tamper with you, evidence. You want to take the evidence with you? Ah, it's cool. It's cool, go, go, go. Just, just leave it there. Leave it there on the <laughs> on the wet ground where we've been having storms lately. It's all good.
1: No worries. And you guys, I'm gonna come back, and the evidence won't be tampered with. You're not one of those teeth hunters, are you? Uh,
0: <laughs> You're not going to take this skull and play with it, are you?
1: <laughs> what I do is I dig up bodies in the graveyard and look for gold teeth, and sometimes I get strike it big. Real gold. I get a few dollars out of it. It's my hobby. Yikes. Yikes. Why did they go back in the house when there was a hider in the house? I, I mean, I guess we're supposed to assume uh, that
0: MacGyver convinces Terry Hatcher she's just had a moment of female hysteria and imagined it.
1: Because she's such a kooky broad. Bigger question. The next day when they're after the sheriff leaves and is very nonchalant about everything, they're going through the diary, noticing like a pattern of more erratic writing. MacGyver's eating a popsicle like a child. <laughs> is that a thing on the show? Isn't that like <sighs> a running gag that he always has to have popsicles? Because that means that he brought popsicles. Yeah. Or it's a really old popsicle. Oh. Or the sheriff brought him popsicles. No, I, I think it's... Oh, there's also a weird conversation between the
0: sheriff uh, and terry hatcher terry hatcher offers him coffee and he's like oh no no it's uh, uh my, my stomach can't handle coffee uh, and she's like oh yeah that's what macgyver always tells me too so macgyver's like oh terry hatcher don't drink coffee it's bad for your stomach like this dude does not fuck right <laughs> he's <laughs> I think worried about eat- he's worried if coffee hurts your stomach
1: I definitely think you're giving MacGyver a better tone than he would have, because this would be the same conversation about ghosts. She would say, "Would you like some coffee?" We've talked about this <laughs> every morning. It's he bad for your fight. stomach.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm cool. It's coffee, and like I'm an adult. No, oh, I'm, we're never fucking. You know that, right? <laughs> I'll fuck someday. Uh, I, oh, oh no, oh, oh. That's not what I meant, but oh,
1: is MacGyver
0: in so? <laughs> so, I mean, like he's that's he's, he's wearing this like fucking striped T-shirt. He looks like a child.
1: Ugh. And again, the popsicle does popsicle, not help with that like, image.
0: You can't eat a, pop, like a popsicle like.
1: I mean, if you're an adult and you're eating a popsicle because it's really hot outside and you went to a festival or something or any other reason.
0: A popsicle is delicious. I'm just talking about in the lens of a TV show where, in my mind, I was like, oh, MacGyver is really fucking cool and manly. He, like, makes cool, like, shit to get out of, like, uh, spy shit. I didn't think it was going to be a situation where like I'm watching MacGyver wearing a dressing like a child with a striped t-shirt eating a popsicle telling people not to drink coffee because it'll make their stomach hurt. Like this dude and sucks.
1: <laughs> I, I, Penny has some weird things happen to her inside the house with paintings, whatever. Um, she goes outside. Well, sorry, go ahead. I,
0: before MacGyver leaves, you, so. she's like they're like, I wish we could find out uh, who this skull belonged to. MacGyver's like well, I guess I could. I just have to go in town to pick up some things. You want to come along? No. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's because she starts the conversation. She's the one that's like, ah, I wish we could solve this mystery. And me, I was like, well, I think I could, but I need to go get some <laughs> supplies first. You want to join me? No. <laughs> I love it <laughs> like the, oh, I I, <laughs> I love the idea that MacGyver thinks he has a chance and does
1: not not even close and no <laughs>
0: no uh, also uh, other thing this show is an executive uh, produced by uh, Henry Winkler the Fonz couldn't even make this dude cool <laughs>
1: He splits. She experiences some weird stuff in the house with the paintings and sounds. She goes outside with some sort of blunt object. She goes to the tarp. Suddenly the skull of her dead relative we know eventually pops out with someone holding it and she freaks out and MacGyver like crawls out from underneath the tarp. Oh, sorry, I needed the skull. I didn't mean to scare you even though obviously I was trying to scare you but whatever.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I was just, uh, uh, rifling through the, uh, uh, the remains of what could possibly be one of your relatives.
1: Were you doing all that stuff in the house? No, I've been out here with bones. What do you mean the stuff in the house? We've talked about this. You weren't fucking that skeleton, were you? No I'm MacGyver, no.
0: I'm a, don't guy, don't I'm a you. cool it's so guy. Weird. Why would I do that? Why pants on yeah, Totally
1: cool. Hmm? Oh. You mentioned you mentioned fucking though. What's what's that about? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> So, what happens next is ridiculous. MacGyver has decided that he is going to reconstruct the face of the skull, given his, I guess, medical knowledge? Because this has nothing to do with physics, by the way. At least not specifically.
0: I mean, what? All you gotta do is cut a bunch of erasers off of some pencils, uh, super glue them to um, an evidence skull, An actual human remains (laughs) just desecrates some remains, glue the erasers to the skull, and then use those as the plot points as you mold clay on top of it to recreate the face. This has
1: a 0% chance of failure. How would this even work? Like, facial reconstruction like this from a skull? Not possible. I all that to say, he spent all night sitting downstairs, Penny's upstairs, he's pain- painstakingly trying to recreate this face on here. As a, This is his hobby, I guess, right? I want to take a human skull and putty it up to look just like my friend that I brought here, because how could I possibly know how this Yeah, looked? there's. I mean, yeah, this is not nope.
0: Nope, 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 nope.
1: Which means he just was like, hey, I'm just gonna have fun and try to put flesh on a human skull just for fun we got a wig it looks like you
0: i and j- again it's not it's not that he's even like taking a mold of the skull he's gluing shit to a human skull you're first of all you don't know who this is you're desecrating some remains that is the only evidence i mean rightfully
1: the sheriff is mad when I, he sees yes, this art project yes <laughs> Are you crafting people's faces out of actual human remains? Like, that's against the law, right? I mean, you.
0: Like, listen, you cannot dig. You can. If you find a skeleton on your property, you can't fucking decoupage it.
2: No. Can't
0: decorate it. It's not. It's not. No, that's not what it's for. I mean, listen, I don't give a fuck about, you know, desecrating remains. I'm like, who cares? But, like, some people do. And, like, you don't get to make that decision for those people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So...
0: And, like, he's working on this thing, and, like, it's clearly, like, late at night, and Terry Andrews is watching this, looks bored, and is like, well, I'm gonna go to bed, because this looks stupid.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna stay down here, continuing my deco So the next day, after the sheriff gives them a talking-to, again, rightfully so, MacGyver goes out to find more bones, because he wants to do more no. crafts, I guess.
0: Well, I... And then... But b- b- before that, um okay so um in the end it looks exactly like terry hatcher of course as we said uh, Ooh, terry yeah. hatcher wakes up in the morning to find flowers on her pillow and so she comes down and is like oh my god macgyver you love me flowers that's so sweet i'm not gonna fuck you but it's so sweet he's like i don't i don't know what you're talking about i didn't leave flowers also uh check this out i made your head onto a skull <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not how it was supposed to go in his mind or her mind. No one's mind. She kisses him, right? Like on the cheek yeah, or something? Yeah. Like a little peck, a little thank you. Um, as M- When MacGyver goes outside again to find more bones and the gazebo remains, Terry goes upstairs. She's a little out of it. She finds one of the green dresses of her aunt that fits her before her uh, prego slash fado days. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: By the way, the sheriff has given and, her coffee. He made her coffee
1: um, in, the, in the previous scene. So she's been, we find out she's been drugged. Mm-hmm. MacGyver finds out she's been drugged. She's upstairs, like, kind of, like, flowing. She has the, the window open, and she's kind of, like, letting the breeze kind of move her. Um, and she finds on the windowsill, or, like, right outside on the roof, a ring. And inside of it, it, it kind of has the initials of her aunt and someone else. Uh, Hyder in the house shows back up through his peephole. Um, she is about to pass out ish at least that's what we're told she turns around to see this guy through her vision of being drugged who is going to like help her by spiriting her away to an underground hiding in the house situation
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's weird about that it's a guy with peepholes that uh, uh, kidnaps a fainting woman into his underground lair where there's a lot of pictures of her
1: dead aunt. Look, he was being really nice. Look, he only got me because he thought I was about to faint. Is it weird that he didn't just put me on the bed in the room and then go get you, who he knows is at the house because he's the hider? Yeah. But you just spent a whole night reconstructing someone's face on a skull, so I'm sure he was alarmed. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not ruling out that this was not necessarily a good move. MacGyver finds a secret passage. Not only does this awesome mansion house is is, is really big and cool, it has secret passages, which is baller as hell. There's also a shit ton of wigs in this closet. It's like five wigs. It's very upsetting. Upset? Either hider or aunt like to wear wigs every once in a while. I don't like it. I don't like it. Turns out the hider was like someone who was like super into the aunt back in the day, but he's a little, um, um,. Is he mentally challenged? I, yes. Is that the word we want to use? Okay. Yeah,
0: he, there's, He's something off. I, I, I think it's like, again, I think it's another Lenny situation, which is something we just dealt with on an episode of uh, Beauty and the Beast. Ah. Uh, uh. We, we loved our our, our, our ill-defined giant uh, um,
1: lummoxes. So this giant lummox happens to be the brother of like the sheriff's secretary or whoever the woman is at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Somehow, they all meet in the basement layer of um, Lummocks at the castle. Sheriff comes clean. Hey look. turns out me and your aunt were hot and heavy. I killed her because she wouldn't have an abortion with my illegitimate child. It would have ruined the election. I got to kill you guys now. I killed her and dug a shallow grave underneath the gazebo. Could I like, I couldn't to... have it
0: coming out that I was having a child with a crazy woman who we find out she's crazy because of lead poisoning because like the 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 still that they were running is like all made out of lead that was leaching into oh, the booze. Oh yeah.
1: That was a part I forgot. Her and uh Lenny were running a distillery. Yeah.
0: Which, um, also, uh, was why, um, when MacGyver was, like, playing with her bones earlier, (laughs) and he decided to (laughs) cut on it with a knife, it, like, it sparked, because her bones were so caked
1: with explosive lead. That's a lot of fucking lead. Yeah. So, eventually, like, obviously the sheriff traps them underground in this castle and leaves them for dead. Um, when he pulls a gun... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, he, he, I was
0: gonna say he shoots the he shoots the still uh, which Linny had turned back on, which was causing all the spooky sounds. Um, but he shoots the still, which of course uh, affects the uh, temperature regulator, and then he goes to the other room and turns up the pressure, so it's gonna explode or something.
1: It's a lot of like interesting random things put in front of MacGyver, so that he has to MacGyver out mm-hmm. of for the first time in the episode.
0: I mean, he does MacGyver uh, a, uh, um, a music box back together um, off screen, though, because Terry Hatcher True. breaks a music box.
1: And I guess for first-time viewers like me, seeing him do that really shows you into the character of, oh, fuck. No, not that MacGyver fucks because he doesn't, mm. but, oh, fuck, MacGyver actually has skills. Yeah. Like, this isn't just a normal, because other than that, you wouldn't really know what his situation no. is. Or his power, or whatever the hell he Just is.
0: He's the loser in a striped t-shirt eating a popsicle.
1: <laughs> uh, getting weird? angry when people drink coffee or talk about ghosts. So when the sheriff leaves, he makes sure to grab the skull head bust that MacGyver did. Because appreci- he appreciates fine yes. art. And he, he he buckles it into the <laughs> his jeep side Very and he drives weird. off. Like, what's he doing with that skull? MacGyver MacGyvers and gets them out. They're fine. Uh, yeah, he, he builds a torpedo...
0: Uh, he basically takes a pipe and sets it up so that when the thing starts to explode all the steam will break through one of the pipes and then use this other pipe as a torpedo to break through a wall which is a way- is something you can do I guess Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's pretty cool I just like all like the, uh, the little tasks he's giving everybody else to do it seems like some real busy work alright uh, you guys are going to make the holder for the torpedo sounds like fun I want you to just take this piece of cloth and just wrap it around these two pipes and make a big X for me. Cool. Unnecessary. <laughs> All right, you lummox. Um, I want you to put a cap on this pipe and make it real nice and tight for me. Good job.
1: Now what you guys don't know is that earlier today I prepared this. <laughs> I just put it behind this column and just in case we needed it in the basement. This happens to me a lot now that we're in season four. Don't worry about the season part I just said. Um, all right, everyone get together. Let's hide behind these and barrels and watch this explode. Old lady's like, what
0: the fuck is this shit? What are you doing? This doesn't make any sense. And Terry Hatcher's like, trust him. He's MacGyver. This is like the only thing he's good at is making weird shits work.
1: It's why, it's why I keep him around. That's why I've always wondered, could it work? And then really second guess myself after that.
0: I mean, the answer's no,
1: right? Your oh, absolutely.
0: Goes no, you can't fuck him. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, I never fuck I- him. But you know, it's. I try to talk myself into it every now. Everybody gets lonely sometimes. I mean, I've never been ah. that
1: lonely. Obviously, <laughs> I'm Terry Hatcher. Lonely or or bored? Yeah, I mean, look at me, look at me. me. It's good to have a MacGyver around. So you know, you keep him around. Not that I'm an heiress, though. Yeah. The torpedo goes through the wall. Awesome special effects. Mm-hmm somehow it makes the gazebo fall over i can't remember if it hits the gazebo directly or what the fucks up
0: well the gazebo's the, the, already like blowing in the wind and for some reason um old sheriff he's oh his car won't start and oh then he's stuck in a seatbelt so strange and spooky
1: Hmm. the gazebo which is right by his car collapses yet more and um he is impaled by one of the timbers which must be painful. And I don't know how it went from zero to 200 miles per hour to impel him with that thing, because that would be possible. What's, oh no, Brad, what's carved into this two by four? Oh my God, it's it's
0: some initials uh, in a heart that says uh, uh, Sheriff loves crazy lady that everybody talks shit about.
1: (laughs) Oh no. They go out and find the sheriff dead. They see that. They're like, all right, wow. Well done. This is. We did it.
0: Well, Terry, actually, you got a lot of improvements to do on your home. You got, uh, like, two gazebos to rebuild, apparently. And uh, you got to fix this wall. And uh, your uh, your secret still blew up. So that basement probably needs a lot of work now. Um, got some structural issues to deal
1: with. Lenny <laughs> gets kicked out of the house. I think one of the last things we see is him in the back of a cop car. <laughs> Which, I mean. Makes sense. Well, like, he was an impostor
0: in the well, house. Well, they I they guess. said like, oh well, like they're sh- they're sure everything's gonna be fine with him. They that they but they cover it up, you know, this murder because they thought that he, the sheriff, had convinced him and his sister that he had been involved. Uh, but then Terry Hatcher says, oh, he must have. He must have really loved uh, uh, working for my crazy aunt that everybody talks shit about. Uh, boy, I wonder what'll happen to him now. And that's it. I thought it was going to be a situation like, well, yeah, you can make him the groundskeeper or something here. Nope. <laughs> I, of
1: course Just, not. He's a stalker. Uh, yeah, I mean, I less.
0: agree, but uh, <laughs> I love it. Just leave. It's like, I wonder what's going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. Well, well,
1: <laughs> MacGyver has a real proud moment here where as the, uh, the rest of the police forces here, Uh, They take a special interest in the bust they find in the car of the dead sheriff, and one of the uh, other officers holds it up and almost smiles with it as another one takes a picture for evidence.
0: Yeah, cool, because they think they just found a weird sculpture. They don't realize that actual human skull is under that.
1: Oh, they would be repulsed. They'd be freaking out. Who the
0: fuck used a human skull to, like, make a sculpture on top of?
1: That's so fucked up. Probably some weird incel motherfucker. And that's the end of the episode. Like, it just really, like, they're just like, all right, let's rebuild this house. Which I wish was. Like, I wish this turned into, like, a murder she wrote where they stayed here and just worked in this town. And, like, crazy shit always happened to them as they were slowly rebuilding this house. This whole
0: season takes place here in Terry Hatcher's weird house full of secrets. So, who won and who lost Red? I mean... Terry Hatcher got an awesome house. Granted, now there's a lot of work to be done to fix it up.
1: But she's still a got
0: a free house that's pretty damn cool.
1: Not that much work. You can get rid of two gazebos. You still have that huge house and the, you gotta patch the hole in the foundation, yeah. but it's in your secret room anyway. Yeah. You can there's like so many locked doors before you get there. You're fine. Absolutely. So I think so she, yeah, won.
0: she definitely
1: won. Who, who lost? Is it Lenny? I mean he gets I don't know what happened to him. No one knows what happened to him. He's I, well, He's been sheriff, carted off in a police car. The
0: sheriff went from being the sheriff to being a corpse, so. Truth. That's he got gotten away with a murder <laughs> for 30 years.
1: I forgot that the button on all of this was the fact that at the very end, they're outside and they hear the music box playing upstairs. Oh, yeah. And it's a little spooky because no one should be up there, but we've already established one hider was in the house, so who knows if there's another one creeping around.
0: True, true.
1: So who, wait, who lost?
0: I say the sheriff.
1: Sheriff, yes, I agree. Best dressed, worst dressed.
0: Hmm. Oh, who else lost? Uh, was would be the kid that was supposed to get to
1: ask the question next year. Oh, Timmy. Uh, well, I guess Jimmy. Or little Susan. Well, she was seemed like she was going to be little there. Little
0: Susan had been working on her essay for months.
1: What are the kids going to ask now? Ugh. Who are they going to ask their questions to? Surely they keep the tradition alive. New Sheriff Don. Why didn't you solve the, the
0: the fact that this last sheriff committed a murder?
1: This just doesn't have the same kind it of feel. I'm work. sorry, ladies and I, gentlemen. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Um, okay. Cancel the scholarships. Cancel <laughs> uh, the parade. It's
0: what are you gonna do to keep the new sheriff from being a murderer thirty years ago? I I'm sorry. This doesn't work
1: at all. It doesn't. I mean, did you murder someone 30 years ago that we don't know about? Uh, no questions, no questions. <laughs> oh. Oh. This whole town has turned upside down. Every year down we're
0: going to ask the new sheriff if he murdered someone and he'll try to get out of answering.
1: We found it. And we're also living in fear. The old Parker place. Uh, Yeah, best dressed, worst dressed. I really don't like MacGyver's first outfit. It's just weird, and it gets to the screen time when he gets out of the jeep, like I mentioned before. It's just not flattering on him.
0: I mean, now th- his the later outfit because he puts on that um, that windbreaker again over the green striped shirt. Mm-hmm. So I kind of go for that just because that green striped shirt, when he's wearing that just by itself, is is awful. But with like the fucking uh, salmon, it looks like
1: is it green? It kind of looks blue on mine, but it could easily be green. If it is green with yellow pinstripe, like sideways stripes, and then a red jacket, what the fuck are you doing, MacGyver? That doesn't make sense at all. You lose hands down. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah, maybe
0: blue. It, the color's kind of weird.
1: Regardless, it looks hideous. Yeah. Best dress has to be Penny Parker, Terry Hatchett, and the green dress, right? Oh, yeah. The green dress is good. I almost forgot about that. It's the best outfit in the whole show. Yeah. Come at me with something else, friend. I can't no, think of anything. I, I, no, I know. I was struggling. Her first outfit is
0: garbage too. Like, oh, it's it's nonsense. A lot of garbage, garbage outfits. Yeah, it's it's very weird.
1: Um, yeah, no,
0: green green dress is yeah.
1: Green dress is best. They got away with a lot of stuff with just a cast of what five, mm-hmm. seven, if you count like some of the other like characters and the one kid that was dressed like the background. Yeah, you get people.
0: Some, You get a couple of extra kids in that city scene.
1: That's MacGyver. What do you think, Bram?
0: <gasps> I not what Should I was expecting. We watch expecting. more episodes at some point. Yeah, not I, what I was expecting. I mean at all. there are four more Halloween episodes, that's all I'm saying. Oh fuck. Well then hell yeah. So maybe we'll check back in, see what's going on. Bram you the blue Bring you the blue
1: guys thank you so much for listening to Ramjack it's been a pleasure Brad as always in this high holiday season to celebrate with you Um, uh, get at us there's the Ramjack podcast website ramjackpodcast.com there there's the phone number join the Facebook group become a part
0: of a a fun community do it do it post the things there post your tricks and treats And friends, a uh, little bit of uh, pro advice for you. Uh, before you start elbowing people like a goddamn monster, uh, why don't you take just a quick second and, and make sure you've already taken. Your ass is going to the back of the line. Justice.
1: Brent, hmm? I hate to bring this up so late in the show. Oh, Secrets. I was on uh, Instagram and ABC hit me up with an ad that caused me to recoil. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you seen cast from the past? Yes. What the fuck is that shit? Mm Mm-mm. We're going to mix the cast of old shows into new ones? Yeah. It's not the Goldbergs anymore. We got all the cast from Cheers back except from the ones that are super successful. (laughs) Which ones are those? I, I... (laughs) <laughs> Ted Danson, I mean, he's doing stuff. He's on other shows. He's still working regularly. Okay. And the guy who played uh, Norm, the mailman, is still doing oh, a lot of voice work. Like, he's still doing okay, really okay. successfully. I was going
0: to say, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson.
1: And Woody Harrelson, obviously, goes that saying one. him, a straight-up movie star.
0: Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. Everyone's uh, favorite uh, uh, um, Carnage. <laughs> Can't wait to see that train wreck.
1: I don't know... What show they're putting the Drew Carey cast on to, but what? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Cast from the past is bullshit from the beginning. Fuck off. You want to give me a cast from the
0: past? Um, bring me uh, uh, Larry and Balky. Bring yes. me a real cast from the past.
1: Some people I actually want to see. And I want it to be in shows that I want. What, what show would you want Larry and Balky to come back on?
0: Riverdale. Fuck yes, Riverdale
1: are the new Nancy Drew because I'm excited about that show we know that Balky can do it he was recently on uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch bring him mm-hmm. back I want to know more about yeah. his character from there maybe he was in Riverdale true. first that's true Cousin he's Larry's already been in the Riverdale universe yeah all right. it all makes right. sense bring Cousin Larry in
0: yes yes. isn't there a cast from the past you want to see
1: and from Ramjack shows I don't know Do we bring Saved by the Bell and some other show Uh and what other uh, shows are there that would be I mean, a good mean, we, we bring bus. a
0: little Bryce Beckham? We bring a little Bryce Beckham back?
1: Let's bring Bryce Beckham back. I want to do, do cast from the past in a show that's already overburdened with characters. Bob
0: Uecker and Bryce Beckham are back.
1: <laughs> and they're going to be in the DC crossover event. Yes. Yes!
0: <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. I was going to say in the Picard show. but Oh, well, that
1: too. We got to put something in the Picard. Everyone's coming back for the yeah. Picard show. Except for yeah, Warf, everybody.
0: Not Worf. I though. haven't heard
1: back from Worf yet. Love, but I, sure I, are at this I mean, point.
0: I'm sure he's gonna get in there, but I love the fact that he's like the only person that's
1: apparently not in that show. We call that. Well, have you seen like the newest trailer? Yeah, they're bringing everybody, like random yeah, characters everybody's, back. Yeah, everybody's back. Everybody's back. Did you see Hugh? Yeah. It's like yeah. they're bringing back that that the Borg
0: dude. Yeah, you know, he was in three episodes. <laughs> Bring him back, Michael Dorn's like, when's the call coming? Uh, I can't. Sorry, guys, I can't go out tonight. I'm, uh, I am gotta wait on a call. Wait, you got a cell phone? Just take. I, you know, I just want to. I want to make sure I'm not anywhere that's too loud. I don't. I just want to make sure I, you know, everybody can hear me. I don't want to go anywhere that could be loud. Well,
1: we're, I, doesn't your phone vibrate? Like, you got voicemail. It's twenty. 20- It's 2019. Like,
0: like, what if we're walking down the street and I get the call and it's like, and they can't hear me because it's loud and they, you know, I just don't want to mess this up. I don't want to mess this up. I need this, guys. (laughs) I need this. Captain Worf. Come on, guys. Captain Worf. Captain Worf. (laughs) Come on, somebody. Captain Worf. Terry Hatchett.
1: No. (laughs) She just goes back Ah. to the house.
0: Yes. Oh.
1: (laughs) Nice. Cast from
0: the past. Yeah, I
1: mean,. Not a mm. bad idea, but poorly executed by ABC.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Bring greatest American hero into the in- in- Crisis on Infinite Earths. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please. Oh, so good. Manimal.
1: <laughs> oh, snap. That'd be perfect for Crisis of Infinite Earths. wow. <laughs>